This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Need a gift idea for the outdoor adventure in your life? Shop the Allbirds Mizzle Collection. Made with water-repellent puddle guard technology and ZQ-certified merino wool with a low environmental impact. It's a natural fit for winter runs. And Allbirds offsets the carbon footprint to make their Mizzle Collection carbon neutral, so you can take comfort in treading lighter. Get on their nice list this year with the Allbirds Mizzle Collection. Discover your perfect pair at Allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. joined here by Gareth Southgate and Harry Kane. We'll uh, get underway shortly with Rob Dorsett from Sky Sports News and then we'll open up to questions uh, on Zoom. So please have your virtual hand boot ready. Rob, when you're ready. Thanks very much. Um, Gareth, uh, most of the country is having um, a bank holiday today um, in celebration of the, of the Queen's Classic and Jubilee. And, and you've always been incredibly patriotic as a, as a player and now as England manager. And I know you've encouraged all of the squad and staff to kind of sing the national anthem amongst other things. So... Um, is this an occasion that, that resonates with you, that you feel is, is, is really important? Yeah, um, sadly I'm old enough to remember the Silver Jubilee, 1977, and I remember all the projects at school and all the things we did then, so it's in incredible. Um, I, I think service is the right word for, for the Queen, you know, she has served the country, she's dedicated her whole life to representing us and done it in an incredible fashion and she's given our country remarkable stability um, for, for the length of her reign so I have enormous admiration for, for what she does must be very very difficult at times um, but she's uh, yeah the, I think the response of everybody and the way the country feel about her is clear from, from everything that's happening over these next few days uh, Let me ask you about Matters back here at St George's Park and, and one or two fitness issues in the squad. Can, can you update us on, on where we're at? Yeah, um, so Fikayo and Mark Gurhi uh, both arrived with injuries, but they're progressing well. I don't think, well, they won't be involved in tomorrow's game. Uh, 
there's a chance for some involvement against Germany, but then they should be um, fine for the game from now on. Uh, Phil Foden, uh, unfortunately, um, it's tested positive for COVID, so he's had to leave. Um, hopefully, he'll be able to meet up when we get back from uh, from Germany. Um, so, other than that, Raheem has missed a couple of days training with with a bit of an illness. Um, so we'll we'll assess whether we involve him tomorrow. Um, but everybody else is is fully fit. So important. I suppose we've heard of, of Phil Foden with, with the COVID diagnosis. So the timings work for him to be potentially back for the two home games at, at Wolverhampton. Yes, I mean it. That very much depends on symptoms and how his breathing is when when he's back into training. Of course, it affects everybody differently. So I think every team in the world are getting used to dealing with this sort of situation. Really. Um, Listen, I need to ask you about the fact that you're going to play in the Pushkas Arena again. You're going back to, to Budapest, where back in September there was some pretty horrific racist abuse directed towards your players. Um, and this game is supposed to be behind closed doors, but we know there's going to be 36,000 people inside the stadium um, tomorrow night. The vast majority of those children, in fairness, which is within UEFA's rules. Um, but what do you make of that situation, and, and do you have concerns that there could be more racism directed your way? Well, I would imagine Hungary will feel the same way that we do about having restrictions on the home game, that they won't want it to happen again. And um, I think everybody learns from every experience they've been through. So uh, I know our players at the end of that just wanted to focus on the football. They played incredibly well that night and we, we want to go there and do that again. The sanctions, it's a little bit of a grey area. You know, we're, we're inviting children into Molyneux as well. We felt that would be something given it's possible that we'd like to do so uh, I think the players always want to play in front of a, a full stadium whenever possible that's preferable for us um, but of course there's also got to be um, acknowledgement of the sanctions and um, whether that's appropriate that's for, for UEFA to decide really. Harry you, if I can switch across to you, you I mean look you were there you, you were captain on the side you, you saw it and, and Raheem I think was particularly targeted um, back in September. Um, we know that 3,600 in the crowd tomorrow are going to be adults. Um, so does that worry you? No, I mean, like, like Lukaku said there, obviously, um, firstly, I think the, the way the players re reacted and responded to, to the last game was credit to themselves. You know, we put in a fantastic performance in a, in a really tough environment. Um, but look, like like Lukaku said, this it's down to the UEFA and, and what they see um, fit as obviously the, the punishment. Um, we can only, as players, go out there and try and perform to, to the best of our ability. Um, yeah, try and put on a good performance like we did last time and, and, and try and get the, the three points. Um, yeah, of course, we hope that the, the game goes well and, and there's no crowd issues, no trouble. Um, I'm sure it'd be great for, for the kids in that stadium to, to watch the game and watch their country and then watch our players play as well, some of the, the, the best players uh, around the world. So, um, yeah, look, we're, we're concentrating on the game um, and we want to get off to a good start in this group. Much more positive note, you're one goal away from 50, which would be an incredible landmark. Um, how special would that be for you? And, and, and when you first pulled on that England shirt, did you ever think you might get 50 goals? Was that always the target? I know you've set yourself some pretty ambitious targets right the way through your career. Yeah, I mean, um, <coughs> yeah, it seems like a long time ago when I made my debut now, but uh, at that time it was just about playing for England, you know, uh, 
that was one of the best feelings and still is one of the best feelings every time I pull, pull on that shirt in my career. So, uh, yeah, back then it wasn't a number that I had in my head. It wasn't, um, of course, I wanted to score as many goals as possible and play as long as possible. So, um, yeah, it all goes so quickly. You know, the major tournaments come around quick. The, the games come around quick year by year. Um, yeah, you kind of edge edge up that, that leaderboard. So, yeah, it's great to be close to, to 50. Obviously, uh, still a few few goals behind Wazza there. But, um, yeah, the most important thing is, is just going out there and performing for my team, and, and that's what I'll try and do tomorrow. Six games to go before the World Cup, four of these now in the Nations League. With that in mind, do you sense... It's pretty clear that you're, you're you know, injury side. You're going to be on the plane for, for for Qatar yourself. But a lot of the players around you on that training pitch today wouldn't necessarily know that. Do you sense a bit more expectation, a bit more pressure, a bit more eagerness to impress with, with so few games to pre prepare now? Yeah, I think um, what it does what it does do every training session is really important. Every game you play is really important. Of course, um, I think the reason we've been uh, really good as a team over the last four or five years is the competition for places, people pushing each other in every area, um, yeah, in training and in games. So look, it's four games in, in a short period of time. Um, I'm sure there'll be rotation amongst the squad. I'm sure there, I think it's five subs for, for each game. So that there'll be opportunities for players to come in and, and try and impress the, the manager. So um, I feel like we've created a culture here now where uh, in every game, every training session, everyone is ready to go and, and give it everything. And, um, look, there's some great opportunities out there, uh, and I'm included in that. You know, every time I step out on that pitch, I want to try and show what I can do, try and um, impress Gareth. And um, yeah, it's four more games, six more games before the World Cup, so not not a lot of time to prepare, um, and it comes around quick. So we've got to be ready for for every opportunity. Thanks, Rob. Okay, now we'll uh, open up to those of us joining on Zoom. So please raise your virtual hand if you have a question. And we'll go to Alex Howell from BBC Sport. Uh, hi, Gareth. Uh, with the couple of new players uh, in the squad, just wondering how they've settled into uh, training this week. Very good. Um, I think it, I've said before, this is a group that's easy to settle in with. They make new players feel welcome. And if you can feel part of the group off the field, um, then I think you're much better prepared to go and perform at the level that you normally do on the field so um, th they've both settled really well they're here because they're good players and they're both uh, in good form and again as Harry just said it adds to the competition in all, in all areas of the pitch and uh, with the fan situation tom uh, tomorrow in Hungary I know it's majority children but Rangers when they played in the same scenario they had a a bad experience uh, when it was the same sanctions under the UEFA game. Are, are you concerned at all about about the atmosphere in the stadium tomorrow? Well, w we've got to deal with whatever comes to us. Um, I think we've made our feelings clear on where we stand on inclusivity and um, our feelings in terms of racism and it, its unacceptability. Um, Hopefully, the young people in the stadium will recognise well, why has this opportunity happened, and the message will be because of what was unacceptable last time we played there. So, in some way, maybe this will be part of the education for the next generation. And I think each generation that passes, there'll be more tolerance in the world, and um, we we have the same situation in our country. So we've got to keep. Um, 
doing the right thing, setting the right example, and all being well, then um, the young people in the stadium tomorrow will enjoy the game and and um, take a, a bigger message from it as well. Thank you. And a question for Harry, please. Uh, there's four games in 10 days, and it's the last chance of tournament preparation before the World Cup. Does it add importance to you as a captain? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think being one of the leaders in the team, you know, you try and set a good example. You try and make sure that maybe some of the inexperienced players who ha uh, haven't had that major preparation, major tournament preparation, understand that every uh, every session is important. Every time we're in a meeting, it's important to be concentrated. So, um, yeah, as part of as, as part of being captain and, and a leader, for sure, it's about uh, trying to make sure the players feel that. Um, yeah, and try and enjoy it as well. You know, the, the tournament will be here before we know it. You know, the seasons go so quick. So um, just yeah, making sure they're enjoying being here, uh, enjoying training, enjoying the games, and just feeling free because that's when I feel like uh, the players are at their best. Thanks, Alex. Uh, next, we'll take one from Matt Reed. Uh, hi, hi, both. Um, to, to both of you, really, um, especially to Gareth, if possible, we, we appreciate that you are extremely proud to be England manager. It's obviously <laughs> completely understandable. I'd love the job myself. Um, but uh, you also have a very worldly view. You're somebody who is uh, very um, open-minded and is very like aware of global issues. I'm just wondering, in relation to this weekend, how, how patriotic would you say you are? And um, can you just break down kind of like your, your, your grounding uh, as somebody who is, you know, is particularly proud to be England manager? Um, well, I'm not sure how you measure. Um, I can only, I suppose, express what I've expressed in the past, that, um, um, you know, to feel patriotic about your country um, can, can be many different things, and it's different for everybody. Um, so... You know, my own personal journey isn't really that important, frankly, but I, I sit here proud to lead um, the privilege of, of being um, a, a leadership position that has um, influence on and off the football pitch. And it's always important I use that responsibly. But my primary job is to is to create a team that, that wins football matches. And, um, um, of course, if we can bring happiness and enjoyment to millions and millions of people then that's a, a huge part of what uh, our role entails we're less important than a lot of other people that do very important jobs in our country um, but I think everybody has that pride whatever their heritage whatever their background in being English and uh, this um, this weekend will um, show that across the world in in its best possible light because we do pageantry and uh, ceremony better than anybody else I know and and for you, Harry? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, you know, just from my own experience of of growing up, you know, I've always someone who who's loved my country. I've loved watching f my country play football um, and all sports, really. You know, I'm sitting there watching the cricket yesterday and um, happy at one stage, sad at another stage. <laughs> so, um, no, of course, I, I'm a extremely. I've, I've said it before. I'm extremely patriotic of my country. You know. This weekend will be an amazing occasion for our country and, uh, and a great celebration um, of an incredible uh, queen that we've had. So, um, yeah, like I say, I, I, like the manager said, I think each um, circumstance is different, but um, what this weekend will show is that 
Um, you know, the country will come together like it does in, in major tournaments as well. With, with football, we feel like we, we've done that over the last couple of tournaments, which has been great. So uh, whenever there's a celebration where everyone can be together and enjoy each other's company, um, then that's a real positive thing for, for not just us, but the world as well. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Okay, now we'll jump to take a couple of questions from our host tomorrow, starting with Peter Farkas from Open Air Radio. Hi, thank you for the opportunity. I would like to ask Harry, uh, as a player, will it be an extra motivation to play here again where there was a conflict with the, the fans last time? Uh, I think uh, personally, and I know as a team, um, we was really pleased with how we performed last time and uh, we, we felt like we had a great victory uh, away from home after that was straight after a Euros as well. So uh, a really good mindset that we showed. So um, I think from our point of view, it's about the, the football on the pitch. It's about playing uh, a very good team. Obviously, they, they come to Wembley and, and picked up a good result against us when we weren't quite on our game. So uh, we know it's going to be uh, a tough, tough game. So we're concentrated on that. You know, we've prepared uh, for a, a game against a good team. Um, but look, we, we feel like we can go out there and... Um, put in a good performance and get this uh, tournament off to a, a good start, this group stage off to a good start. So uh, that's our main focus. And uh, once we get on that pitch tomorrow, that's all we'll be thinking about. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Peter. Uh, next we go to Laszlo Borsos from Nemzeti Sport. Yeah, thank you and for the well pronunciation as well. Yeah, I dedicate my question to Garrett that I think in the past you led England against two different kind of Hungarian teams. One that played in Budapest in a more open way and one that played in the Wembley in a more disciplined and organized way. Uh, which Hungarian team do you expect tomorrow? Uh, I think that the, the match in Budapest was very different to anything I've seen from Hungary for the last two or three years, really. So it was an unu unu unusual performance. We know normally they're very difficult to score goals against. Um, we played extremely well that night. And um, the, the game at Wembley was more the type of uh, Hungarian side that I've watched a lot over the last uh, two years, particularly against the bigger teams. They've been difficult to, to break down. So we know it's a difficult game. We have to be at our best, um, but we're looking forward to the match. Okay, thank you. I've got time for one more, which will come from James Olley at ESPN. Hi, Gbai. Firstly, just one for Harry. Um, there's always a lot of talk about the, the, the goal-scoring record. <clears throat> Wayne Rooney was talking about it recently and said he, he thought it'd be better for you to break it, if possible, before the World Cup so it doesn't become a distraction for you at the tournament. Is that is that how you see it? Um, <clears throat> no, look, I'll, I'd like to break it as soon as possible. I'd love to score as many goals as I can in the next four games before the World Cup and, yeah, s see where we, we go from there. But... Uh, I'm someone who I feel like don't let that stuff affect me when I'm on the pitch. You know, I have a job to do. Um, it's not about goal scoring records and um, thinking about that stuff when I'm on the pitch. It's about the team and getting three points and winning the, and winning the game. So, um, yeah, of course, would love to do it as soon as possible. But if it doesn't happen for for some reason and it goes into the World Cup, then uh, then so be it. You know, the World Cup's probably the best competition in the world. So I'll have a lot of focus on, on trying to achieve that and trying to go on and win that. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Thank you. And just, just one for Gareth. Um, 
just on the fans, does, does the sheer size of the crowd, I know, I know there are school children yet, but just the, the sheer volume of the crowd in a behind-closed-doors game, does that not water down the anti-racism message at all? Well, I, I think we're all surprised. Um, but we're inviting children into our stadium, so I wasn't really clear on the rules of any of it um, at the start of all of this. Um, I don't know what the figure should be or shouldn't be. So <coughs> other people have got to deal with that. We've got to um, make sure that we're consistent in our beliefs, the the stand we take as a team, um, the fact that we, we're united on it, it being unacceptable. Um, and, you know, it's for other people to administer sanctions. Once we're administering sanctions, it's gone too far anyway. So um, the, the key is education and the young people in the stadium hopefully pick that message up tomorrow. Well, it's obviously down to UEFA and FIFA to, to, to organise those sanctions and implement them, but do, in your opinion, do you think they should be tighter? Um, it's difficult to know what that line should be because I know um, we could talk about fines and what would seem a small fine in our country would be a huge punishment for others. Um, we've got a game behind closed doors which costs us millions of pounds of revenue which could go into grassroots football so the reality is that with all these things the people that are being punished are the players and the supporters that behave themselves and not the people that cause the problem um, so there's of course very difficult to find a way of not doing that um, but it is complicated when you when you get into the detail of sanctions I think. Okay, thanks James and thanks all. That concludes the main section of this media conference. We'll now move on to a section exclusively for our radio host broadcasters. Uh, Harry, you can go with Greg. Uh, so if you can ask anybody else remaining in the call <coughs> to politely leave if you are not part of those radio broadcasters. And we'll start with, is it Faye or John? Faye? Sorry, I'm on mute. No Are we doing Garrett first? Sorry, yes. I've, got, I've got no... Um, let me just change my view so I can actually see you, Gareth. Moment... Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to pricepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 